This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Kevin via the power of the internet, but only his voice today, because his exactly. face is just too pretty. I just can't deal with that today. So well, you know, you you deal with it most of the time, and I appreciate that. Yeah. But we do have the gaming news, and we we're excited about it, as yeah. always. Yeah, we are. Um, we, we didn't get to talk about this uh, last time. Uh, Games with Gold were announced, and we didn't quite talk about it on the show, so I figured we'd we'd start off there uh, talking about Super Hot for Games of Gold. Yeah. Um, which, Super Hot, Super Hot, everybody. Um, I still haven't played it. I'm glad I'm getting it for free um, because, yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't get a chance to check this out, so. Yeah, that's one of the, the VR games that um, that was shown off early in the, uh, uh, the Indie at Xbox thing. And it looked really fun when it came out. Everybody said it was fun. I haven't had a chance to play it, but yeah. So I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, it has some really interesting, um, I mean, the gameplay mechanics in there, the the idea of if you stop, all the enemies stop, um, mm -hmm. gives it some tactical, it gives you tactical advantage in a first-person <clears throat> shooter. So I'm excited to, to try that out. Um, we also got Trials of the Blood Dragon, which I got excited about because it's Blood Dragon uh, and it's Trials. So exactly. put them together, and I'm a, I'm a happy man. Um, we got Brave, which I told you uh, about last week, which I'm not going to really recommend already. <laughs> I'm going to try it, and I'm probably going to still not not recommend it. Um, yeah. And we also got Quantum Conundrum, and uh, uh -huh. I don't know and a lot about I, Quantum Conundrum. I actually reviewed Quantum Conundrum. Uh, it was on PlayStation a while back, and it's oh, okay. it's from one of the it's from one of the devs that did Portal. Um, so it's it's got some it's got some interesting puzzle elements. Um, it, it tries a little bit too hard to be cute, gotcha. um, but but yeah, some people some people might like it. And they if you want to try it out, then you can do that. Yeah, you will, what everyone should be trying out though is Bloodborne. There is yes, no excuse absolutely. at this point. Bloodborne's amazing. The Dark Souls games are amazing. And if you haven't played Bloodborne, well, now's your chance. I mean, it's it's already down to. It's already down to a decent discount. I think it's like 20 bucks anyways, but now you yeah. get it for free if you're a PlayStation Plus uh, subscriber. Uh, getting it this Tuesday. Um, yes, as well as Ratchet & Clank, which is another highly recommended game that, um, that I'm really excited about because uh, I started playing that with the girls and they love it and they, we didn't get to the, apparently there's a weapon that um, makes everybody like dance, like it's a <laughs> disco ball that's cool weapon and i'm yeah. like yeah let's do that that sounds fun yeah i i am happy to play this because i like the the older games I like this with the the reboot that's going on and um this is relatively recent i mean this was this came out like uh what midway lot through last year so yeah. it's a relatively recent game um we also got legend of k which um honestly looks like trash um, and uh, and yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to rock paper scissors to see who has to play that. Um, well, I had to play Mighty Number no. Nine, so I think you automatically lose. Oh, that's come on. and Mighty Number no. Nine is the other PlayStation Three game. Um, 
so fun fact um all of these games except for legend of k are actually crossed by with ps4 so um the the last two are claire extended cut mm-hmm. and i don't know anything about that one yet and then bombing busters which looks is definitely a knockoff of Bomberman. oh no um, not at all but that, there's no way i had <laughs> it is it is yeah Bomberman. but i <laughs> yeah like like from the from the setup to the yeah but anyway so so i'm gonna be checking those out on on vita and everything and um we have a little bit of playstation plus news um these are the last 12 months of vita and ps3 titles so those are gonna uh those are gonna end in march 2019 which honestly i did not expect them to last this long um once the ps4 came out uh if you look back at my predictions for 20 i think it was 2017 um i said that i thought that it would end that year so for it to have lasted this long i i'm more bummed about the vita titles but you know switch is the new vita so switch is the new vita um i'm surprised it's lasted this long as well because now we're getting so many ps3 i mean honestly a lot of the ps3 games we're getting are kind of bottom of the barrel um indie games that no one that didn't make the light like that really haven't seen the light of day when it comes to yeah. viewers or, or any discussion uh legend of k i mean i hadn't even heard of before this yeah. um so oh, we're, fun we're fact about my number nine uh-huh. um, and scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Um, so this is free on PS3, and I I actually kickstarted it back in the day on Vita. Still don't have a Vita version. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious. And and this is why I don't want to kickstart things. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it bothers me. And I will say that there's some amazing things that have come out of Kickstarter. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, you the laws are getting better in regards to protecting uh, the consumers for for yeah. Kickstarter. But it's really a, a bummer when it comes to that. There's a, um, a dungeon building. Um, I can't remember the name of it. It's a I think it's Dwarven Forge or something. They do D and D modular tiles and modular um, like for like you know for tabletop gaming, but. It's like it's all modular, like it builds walls. It has tavern like uh, tables and all kinds of stuff for your miniatures. Yeah. And I was like, this is really cool. And I've seen some of their stuff. And apparently um, they do a Kickstarter and people buy into the Kickstarter and then they release some of it. And then they're on to their next Kickstarter. And people are like, hey, I've been waiting like nine months for my pack that I that I kickstarted. I'm supposed to yeah. get it. And they're already talking about their next thing and making money on the next thing. And then it slowly comes out like nine to nine months to a year after uh, yeah, you were I'll, supposed to get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy stuff like that when it comes out. I, I kickstarted two things. Longtime viewers know this. Um, Mighty Number no. 9 and uh, Bloodstained. Yep. And I, I still have really high hopes for Bloodstained. That's continuing to develop. And I'll get it when it comes out. But um yeah, it's 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 a situation that's that's not great and doesn't always lead to the best games. Um, I, I like being able to know exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. Um, speaking of knowing exactly what you're getting, um, if you have not played Chrono Trigger because you I didn't have a console or, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. I've not um, played it. 
uh, if you haven't played Chrono Trigger and you say it's because you don't have a console or you don't have a handheld, Chrono Trigger has come out like almost everywhere. It's been on 3DS, it's been on the the Virtual Console, it's been on Vita, and but yeah, Chrono Trigger is an exceptional game. Um, highly recommended. Um, and it's available on Steam now. It's not the best version. It's it's a port of the mobile version. But honestly, the core is there. The music is there. The characters are there. Every everything that made it great is still there. I feel the like arts... I should just yeah. I feel like I should just put this on my my uh, my Super Nintendo Classic. Um, yeah, yeah. Do that. It's not on there. I don't think did I put it on yours? I don't think I did. Um, no, no. So no, I'll put but it on I, I I have it on. Well, I have it on my Vita. And that's a that's a version that includes all the cutscenes and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I'll probably put it on my Super Nintendo Classic. I plan on I'm, I'm going to work on my scheduling on this because I know I keep talking about different things that I want to do. Um, I'm going to bring out the movie reviews, but um, I want to have a set time where I where I play um, and stream gameplay. And I, I was doing that on Saturday morning before. Um, I don't know exactly when I want to do this, but. Um, I want to stream some classic gameplay off that off the uh, SNES Classic because it allows me to, um, with my setup, I can stream that, and I've got a bunch of stuff modded on there. So I think it'll be really convenient, more convenient than um, other ways of doing it. Anyway, speaking go. of things, speaking of things that have nothing to do with convenience, Overwatch has been in the news again because it's always yes. in the news. Well, they've they've uh, revealed the 27th hero, Brigitte. Mm-hmm. And it's Torbjorn's daughter, and she is she is uh, according according to our our resident Overwatch expert, um, she is anti dive AF. So, yeah, I'm is I'm it, looking forward to. Go is ahead. it Brigitte or is it Bridget? It's Brigitte, according to Jeff Kaplan. There needs to be an accent uh, accent on their e there if you want to do that. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's 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 in the it's in the Overwatch world, and in the Overwatch world, that's implied or something. It's, yeah, it's it's a, yeah, sure. Um, I, I I like I like her her design. Obviously, I'm not an Overwatch mm-hmm. expert. Um, so you said she's anti dive. Um, yes. So um, she's she's gonna be she's gonna be really great. You know, if there's if there's a Genji running around or whatever, yeah. it's it's she's fantastic for for kind of some some clearing stuff and mm-hmm. she's got she's got a little bit of defense um a little she's just a fantastic support slash tank um and that's that's it's a character that really appeals to me um i i dip back in in every once in a while whenever new players come out and um doomfist didn't really do it for me um but Pujita is is definitely somebody that that fits in my skill set, and then I feel like that I could be contributing to the team. So, yeah, I'm gonna pop back in and, and see her. And plus, it's always fun whenever they have, um, whenever they have uh, another heroine that I can show to the girls and be like, "Look at what a Bamf this girl is." Yeah. And I'll explain Bamf when you're old enough to to get it, <laughs> because I'm I'm not about to go through those acronyms with you. Yeah, but if they use that, if they use that. Um... No, I don't actually have that okay. conversation, Patrick. I'm, I'm just saying because uh, kids repeat things. Um, they they do, I did, and that's I, why I, that's why I only swear in in German, Japanese, and British around them. So because you can say bloody, you can say bloody. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm about to have a con- I'm gonna have to have a conversation with uh, with um, with Braden about. Um, 
some of the language that he's hearing playing Fortnite and other games because he hasn't he's been playing yeah. Minecraft and some other and you know and you don't hear that much there but now that he's playing Fortnite um the mm -hmm. the uh, I've already told him like hey you're not supposed to curse but you know I, I understand if you do it's not it's not right you're gonna get in trouble if you do it but we've and we've had had discussions already about like okay these are bad words and these are you just don't say them words yeah um, and I, I heard i uh the one that begins with an n and the one that begins with an f were spouted Oof. uh today and um he knows he knows uh one of those i haven't had a discussion with him on f um but I want him to understand. Hey, this is this is the connotation for that word, and this is why we don't use it. You know, I yeah. don't care. I don't care if he calls you know uh, someone a chicken effer or something like that. Like, if he does that, I'm gonna <laughs> laugh and I'll be like, okay, you know, you're not supposed to say that. But at the same yeah. time, like that, you know, that doesn't have the horrible negative connotation to it that uh, that these others do that uh, marginalize and discriminate against minorities of, of different, you know. So exactly, yeah. So we're gonna have a conversation. And that's and that's about more that important than that's more important than uh, words that people arbitrarily decided were bad. Yeah, I mean, these are words that historically have been used for hate speech. So, anyways, this 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 show is not about the the politics. Uh, we can get into it a little bit, but let's talk yeah, about you, politics. You say that, but uh, there's there's about... a lot of politics news this week. <laughs> let's go right um, into politics. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the ESRB has said that they will add a a um, label that says this game has in-game purchases, and and one of the things that you're going to see as we go through this list is that. Nobody really seems to be differentiating between um, loot boxes and in-game purchases and uh, even DLC on some of these. Um, but yeah, the, the SRB is, is just saying, yeah, we'll, we'll just add a thing that says, hey, this game ha has in-game purchases. Well, I, 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 doesn't would, I would challenge people to find a game that doesn't have in-game purchases nowadays. Any uh, Inside. Games. Inside. Oh, AAA. Yeah, AAA. AAA. We're not not bringing in indies. Name a AAA game that does not have microtrans, not have uh, microtransactions, uh, DLC. Or DLC. Um, DLC is is the big one. Yeah, and and I think every game, all, every AAA game is now going to have microtransactions. More and more of them are having. Um, sorry, all of them have DLC. More of them have microtransactions. Some of them have loot boxes. Those need to be differentiated. They and yeah. The, the difference between me playing Skyrim and going, ooh, I can pay $10, what was $10, to uh, have a brand new setting, a brand new story, and like another 40 hours of content yeah. versus, versus can I pay $10 to open up uh, 10 boxes and get random junk that I may or may not like. Um, yeah. And I think that... Magic the Gathering and, and Hearthstone are two that I would say do a very good job of of showing, hey, here, here's the, the averages, here's the, mm -hmm. the metrics of what you're going to get. Similar, we, we've talked about how uh, China, it was China that, that requires the yes. hosting of it, right? So yeah. similar to how China does that, Magic the Gathering has been doing that for, what, 25 years now, where they're like, you're going to get this, you're going to get this, you may get this, there's a chance. But yeah. they give they, they don't give you a hundred percent percentage on that rare, on rare versus 
versus uh, Mythic, but you know you're going to get one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. Hearthstone, Hearthstone's similar, but um, to me, a lot of the loot boxes, they've decided that they're going to, well, no one can see the the behind the scenes stuff, so we're just going to give you random, really low percentage wins. Um, ESRB is not it's not going to fix it if you just say it has in-game purchases because everything has in-game purchases now um, yeah almost almost every game does uh, it needs to be uh, differentiated uh, Hawaii uh, has a bill that's going to go after um, loot boxes uh, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's 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 another thing that just fails to differentiate between between specific things because like uh magic the gathering and and like collecting baseball cards or or, you know any any type of collectible card game like those those are the original uh loot boxes or microtransactions or whatever it's 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 a system that that works and and it can be done ethically and they're saying that no one under 21 can buy anything that has loot boxes in it or and it's like okay half of those are free to play to begin with so you don't even buy the game so what do you get and i mean that that they hits everything rating they think they need to have a rating a specific uh uh, they need to have a specific rating on it because you can for instance a mature rated game um if you have uh you know it's, it's just like for movies they have a rating system where they say, okay, well, you if you're going to do this, it's definitely going to be an R. If you're going to yeah. do this, it could be a PG-13, but you you know, you know hit a hard boundary when you show like full frontal nudity or something, then okay, that goes right. R. Well, you can do the same thing with um, with the rating system, which I think they should do, which specifically would, would say uh, M rating for anything with loot boxes. I think that that would immediately, that way, because people need to read. They... To me, if it says M, or if it says rated R for a movie, parents and everyone should be knowledgeable and say, "Okay, why is it rated R?" Because the yeah, but that for rated that, R that kicks that, over mm-hmm. that kicks Hearthstone into a rated M game. Yeah, and no, yeah, no, Patrick, yes. that's not a, no. And this is why, because a parent, if a parent is 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 watching is watching their kids and saying, "Okay, what are you playing?" It says rated mm-hmm. M. That should be a flag for them to say, why is it rated M? There shouldn't be a, to me, parenting to say, you can only play up to this, or you can only watch a PG movie or PG-13 movie, to right. me says, you're, par- you're, pa- you're not parenting, you're allowing the rating system to parent for you. Now, when you have a rating system that says, when you have a rating system that says, this game is rated mature, and then it lines out, why is it rated mature? Dang it, Patrick! You can make me agree with you again. <laughs> you, yeah, I, I know. Because that's that's what I do. Because like my my kids have seen um, like slices of of uh, games that are that are rated M because like the like they they didn't get to see Bloodborne, mm-hmm. but they did get to see sections of Souls where I would yeah. be going after monsters or dragons or whatever. Because it's like I'm okay teaching them that you can kill rock monsters. Yeah, it's, like, it's as long it's as it's context. not that guy. Yeah. As long as it's not that guy from the Never-Ending Story, because that guy is awesome. <laughs> He's the so monster ever. Yeah. yeah. I th- well, but, it's but it's like, all about context. And if you if you say Hearthstone rated M, and then right beside it, it just says you know it'll say cartoon violence or whatever it is that they'll call yeah. of that if they even call it, and then it says loot boxes. Then a parent can go, oh, well that's okay. 
I'm not going to give them my card or I'll budget like they can maybe they have a budget where yeah. they're like okay you're you're allowed to buy this many packs whatever for Hearthstone you can play without paying for anything so they could say okay well I'm just not going to put my credit card on it yes you can play that game yeah. um, Fortnite so Fortnite's what rated teen I think um, uh, probably yeah Fort, Fortnite's rated teen uh, but at the same time uh, it, it needs to, it, it should have it has in there um, my, it has microtransactions and you have of course multiplayer uh, which I think needs to be specified so that way that way parents know because if their if their child plays video games off in their room or they play with headphones the parent has no idea what's going on in like in the game if they've looked at the rating yeah. system and they say oh well this doesn't have anything wrong with it but they're playing with a, a person online who's cursing then you know maybe they need to to me it's it's like parents need to parent and they shouldn't let a rating system parent for them the m system the so the rating system for the esrb and the rating system for i i, I hate the rating system for both but at least they will specify in there. This is why we rated them. The reasons. This is why yeah. I may disagree with their rating on some of them because some of it, some of it is politically motivated. But if it shows in there, hey, the game is rated M and it's only for microtransactions or for uh, for loot boxes, then uh -huh. a parent can should look at that and go, oh, okay, well, they, you know, if that's the only thing wrong with it, then I'm okay with it. But you have yeah. parents who are, um who get these games for for their kids because it says you know teen or if it's a free-to-play game um brayden was playing fortnite before my my sister knew what it was yeah so he was already playing that well if it's a free-to-play game and it was rated uh teen if it had more violence whatever it, she would have had no uh no say in it i think that it should be specified in there and if if that's the best way to do it is to say this game is rated M because to me 17 and up is fine. They can have a, you know, if they have a, a part-time job at that point, maybe they yeah. want to take part of their, part of their um, money and put it towards it. 17, I think is old enough to do that. Uh, you're, you're driving at that point. That's fine. Um, I think that I, I like the way that they phrase this in the bill because uh, the way that they phrase it in the bill is a system further purchasing a system of further purchasing a randomized reward or rewards, which is specifically saying, hey, if it's random, uh, we need to regulate yeah. that. And I, I do I do appreciate that because you're not saying DLC, you're not saying uh, it, it's not a microtransaction where you're buying a specific glider or something again for Fortnite skins right. gliders okay well it's all cosmetic but um you know it's not random i know what i'm getting i chose it i went for it which you know, yeah. teaches budgeting and everything anyways we're not gonna, I, we're not going to talk about parenting here <laughs> yeah we, we 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 did that um but there's uh so from from the white house we we got a a statement from uh sanders that basically come from the White House, from Trump, said that uh, Trump is meeting with industry experts. I'm sorry. Trump is, quote, meeting with industry experts, end quote. But we don't know who that is because um, the the people that we would think that they would talk to would be the Entertainment Software Association. They they represent the video game industry as a whole. They're the ones who, who go and, you know, whenever they need an, an expert or, or some uh, board to come in front. And so we we don't know we don't know who they're talking to. Um, we're we're just hoping it's not Jack Thompson because if that man comes back, I'm, I'm I I might have to commit some violence. Uh, but we do we do have a statement from the ESA. It says um, they say 
ESA and our member companies have not received an invitation to meet with President Trump. The same video games played in the U.S. are played worldwide. However, the level of gun violence is exponentially higher in the U.S. than other countries. Numerous authorities have examined the scientific record and found there is no link between media content and real-life violence. The U.S. video game industry has a long history of partnering with parents and more than 20 years of rating video games through the ESRB. We take great steps to provide tools to help players and parents to make informed entertainment decisions, end quote. And those are the kind of people that I want talking to to authorities and and governmental uh, bodies when it comes to all this because that is a reasonable response. It's like, okay, look, we're not the problem here. Stop going after us like everybody did in the in the 80s. And well, they're not the problem. It's an easy scapegoat. Um, now the pro- the, yeah. the and I'll, I'll I'll be very brief on this, um, but it's easy to say video games are the problem because you, you know you look at uh, a shooting that happens and you say, oh well, they played violent video games. Um, the amount of gamers in the United States, um, the amount of gamers in the United States and the world, it's the majority of the population are, are gamers. Um, they blamed Dungeons and Dragons for, for a lot of things back in the, uh, uh, back in the day because Dungeons and Dragons was a new thing people didn't understand. And you had well, people and, and like, who happened. You had people who happened to be happened to have issues and have loner and be loners, and they happened to to gravitate towards that. But that doesn't mean that everybody who plays Dungeons and Dragons is going to kill someone. Yeah, it's it's corollary, not causation. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, it's like you said, it's it's an easy scapegoat for them, and there's well, Trump, uh, well the, the thing that irritates me is Trump didn't even realize there was a rating system. He, he said yeah, video games and movies need that to they have should have rating system. Yeah, they that had guy. a rating system for like for like you said over twenty years for for the ESRB. Uh, yeah. The MPAA has been going on for fifty years uh, for yeah. for movies. We've had a rating system. We know if there's a violent video game. Grand Theft Auto Five is rated mature and has a laundry list of reasons why it's rated mature. Mm-hmm. And that, all, that, all the reasons, I recall. All, all the reasons, all the reasons. I mean, it it just crosses the line where it's almost adults only. And yeah. that's, again, going back to um, saying if it's rated M uh, the parent or rated T, the parent should look at it and see why. Rhode Island's trying to propose a tax on rated M uh, video games, saying that this should be a, uh, a violent video game tax, uh, which is similar to a uh, sin tax that they would do for uh, for cigarettes or for um, um, I don't know, firearms. And yeah, it's, to me that doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, and it's and and they they're trying to dress it up by saying that they're going to use the funds to pay for mental health provisions in school and it's it's another example of a scapegoat combined with something that that makes you want to feel good about this system sure and if they hadn't gutted the mental health systems yeah they've gutted they've they've gutted the uh um, federal funding has been gutted for uh for mental health uh, in regards to uh, support structures for that, um, in yeah. regards to what is needed uh, when it comes to insurance companies, um, they're trying to reevaluate that to say, well, insurance companies don't really need to cover mental health. Um, then that, you know, it's not like breaking your arm. They, that's, you know, that's, that's why I need it. I need insurance for my mental health. Yeah, and and it, it shows. Uh, and the other thing that irritates me is that the road, the congressman from Rhode Island who who proposed this, uh, I. 
I can't remember the exact amount here. He's one of the NRA's uh, biggest um, proponents, though. Uh, he gets Shocking. millions of yeah, he gets millions of dollars from the NRA. Uh, he got millions of dollars from the NRA when he when he recently uh, ran for when he ran for office and, and became elected. Um, yeah. And this is a clear uh, it's it's a clear example of a lobbyist group paying for someone to make sure that they're that they're kept safe. I don't see a tax. I don't see a tax when it comes to uh, ammo. Um, yeah. I don't see and there's no there's there's not an extra tax for that. Uh, I mean, Chris Rock had a great bit where he's talking about, you know, make a bullet cost $10,000 and someone's going to, or cost $1,000. <laughs> if cost, make a, make a bullet cost $1,000, someone's going to figure it out. Now you could then argue, well, you could make your own. Yeah, sure. Make those, make a crucial components of that cost enough that, you know, it, it's not worth it. Any, uh, yeah. we could go on a, on a, on a tirade about that, but let's talk about something completely different. Nintendo switch. Because that's exactly. the I think it's the complete opposite of uh, school shootings and and, and Nintendo violence. Nintendo is, is about as far from from politics as you can get because they're just weird and fun. They are, and I love them. You um, love weird and fun. Yeah. Now there was a there's a bug uh, that Nintendo that Nintendo uh, said that they're they're working on. Um, uh, we do have a minor update things. on this, so I'll cover this. Sure. Um, okay. So uh, players who who bought the Switch day one noticed that um, their playtime had been reset on um, on some of their games, mm -hmm. which for some people is is rather substantial. You know, some people put like hundreds of hours into yeah. games like Splatoon or Breath of the Wild or whatever, and so they were really upset to see that um, that there there were resets on that yeah um so what nintendo has said is that it's supposed to be an annual thing and then there's a lifetime um so some people some people had not been able to access the lifetime it's it's one of those situations where they expected to have this done by the time that it went and it just didn't um so i mean i didn't see it but then again i don't usually look at my playtime. um yeah on on games um uh, so I, I personally didn't see it uh, i did see uh the hearthstone bug that that happened um this week uh okay. where hearthstone where ranking was completely out uh and everyone was upset about that i did not care and here's why i didn't care it's the beginning of the month um hearthstone every single month you go through your rankings so if it's the beginning of the month, uh, I'll wait till tomorrow or whatever. Maybe they're patching something. And turns out, that's what they were doing. Uh, the ranking yep. system, the ranking system's been been updated. Uh, it makes it a little harder to climb the tiers, which I think is great because um, I usually I would jump on early on in uh, in the month. I have my own time when I do it where I feel um, it's a little easier to win. I know that's kind of cheating the system slightly, but um, I, I have certain times of the week that have a lower player count and I feel like there aren't as many competitive competitive players playing and I jump on there just to save time and build up my rank to what I to uh, you know about 19 or so so I can make sure I get my bonuses and then I'll play regular from there but this is the beginning of the month I don't really care about it. I didn't really care that the, that online wasn't on there I could play uh, for ranked sorry I could still play online I just couldn't play ranked um, they've re they've redone the ranking system so it's a little harder to climb which I'm okay with that uh, because in 
probably 45 minutes uh, from the reset I could get from yeah. from uh, wherever they wherever they put me because of my wins previously back to where mm-hmm. I was the previous month in 45 minutes or so um, yeah. and you can dig for you know you can push further if you want but it, it really it really to me it wasn't that big of a deal what is a big deal is the cards that they're cycling out uh, and I know you don't know much no don't know as much about this because you haven't played you haven't played much hearthstone nope this is um, this is the part where I normally just sit and look pretty so and unfortunately you're not on here so you just have to look at me um, basically we're gonna we're gonna have another rotation if you're if you've been playing hearthstone you've seen this happen a few times you play magic the gathering this happens all the time uh, the cards uh, basically, the sets that are over two years old are about to rotate out and go to wild. So the sets from the pre- from the most recent uh, sets are going to continue on there. Uh, but this is the first time we've had them pulling cards out of standard that are part of the just regular base set. Uh, the base set is the the core set. If you're playing Magic: The Gathering, it's just the basic cards that you start out with before you uh, and that you can. Uh, get that aren't part of packs. They're just the base, the base core set. Uh, the three that are being um, uh, taken out are uh, Ice Block, um, which is a pretty powerful mage spell. Uh, the card drawing Murloc uh, Cold Light uh, Oracle, which I absolutely love. Um, and and a, it's basically a, or I, I I love it to an extent, but it's a Murloc that you drop down that both players get to draw two cards. Um, it's one of the in my Murloc deck. It's one of the only card draws that I have. Um, and then you've also got uh, Molten Giant, which to me is re- relatively it's it's big, it's it's bulky, and I didn't use it that much. Um, if if you play aggro, then you probably didn't use it very much either. Um, mm-hmm. They're trying to pull these out though, because they're and to me when they pull something like that out of standard, that tells me that either there, there's some weird interaction with what's going to come up um, or they feel like they're way too overutilized and they have something else that, that will fill a similar role in the new sets. Uh, Magic the Gathering does this a lot. I know I talk about it a lot, but Hearthstone is Magic the Gathering. Um, yeah. Magic the Gathering does this a lot where they say, okay, this specific card is way too overplayed. The synergy is too much, and it's not healthy for the for the for the whole. Um, previously, they would they would try to nerf cards and kind of balance them, but in this case, they're just completely taking them out of standard. Uh, I'm okay with it because, like I said, there's probably something else that's coming out that will fill its role or do something better. Um, and I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen on that. Um, the new set yeah. uh, new sets coming out. I don't even remember. Um, Basically, just build up your gold. Wait for wait for the new set to come out. Uh, and I don't see no release date. No release date yet. Um, I'm I'm still amassing gold because I knew the switch was going to come out. Uh, the the flip to uh, uh, rotate out from standard. So I'm just I haven't bought any cards lately. I've been amassing uh, gold, and then once the new set comes out, I'll just buy a bunch of cards with that. Because um, that's what I do. I don't. I don't usually spend too much money on the on the game. Um, yeah. Every now and then, I may I may throw some money at it. Um, a game that I did throw money at, though. And also, speaking of things that return on a cycle. That's right, Monster Hunter. Uh, the yeah. Uh, yeah. So the the Watcher quest uh, to get Aloy's equipment, um, which many people are upset, including us, that you only had a, a few weeks to grind up your level and get this set, uh, which. 
I wasn't able to do. I put in, I don't know, I probably put in 10 hours in the game before it rotated out. Um, I'm an adult. I don't have, I don't have 10 hours a day to play the game. So, and we've got other games to play, but I wasn't able to get it because you had to hit up to level six to get it. And I was level three by the time it, um, it dropped. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be rotating uh, uh, in and out, which I think is great. Um, that way we can we can continue to get that if we want, and it also allows people to jump back into Monster Hunter if they haven't uh, if they haven't played for a while, like yeah. say a couple um, months from now. Yeah, and this this equipment is also uh, there. There's also a separate quest that's available now mm-hmm. that allows you to turn into Aloy. Like if you get the full set of, of ghillie armor, you can actually turn into Aloy, even if your character is male, which I think is cool. And you can get her bow. So I think it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. I, I like I like the integration with that. Um, I've really liked Monster Hunter and this gives me a reason to keep playing um, regularly. And uh, and you know, it within my rotation of games, it gives me a reason to keep playing it where other games like I don't know, Battlefront haven't. <laughs> I'll go back to it at one point, yeah. though. Um, so, Sony, we've been talking about a lot of uh, restructuring that's been happening on uh, at Sony, and uh, they are really doubling down on first-party games, which um, I, I think it doesn't surprise me. I think that Sony has seen the success that they've had with uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. And, yeah, uh, and it's it's like a lot of that is is second party is for the yeah. first little bit they they focused on second party stuff, um, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with first party things because their their ability to keep on churning out um, consistent first and second party games like you know we've got God of War coming up in a little over a month, and yeah it's 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 just I'm I'm all about the the devs and the the publishers that are willing to to take a little bit more risk um and so i'm looking forward to seeing what what the new first party games are going to be um but yeah we don't we don't really have a whole lot of news on it yet but i cannot wait to see what comes out in you know three or four years on that i feel like sony's sony's taking a cue from nintendo and realizing if you have these um these really really strong ips then you will have people not only buying your console but playing your console more than any others and you know it it creates an easier dialogue when you try to when you know when you have the question of you know should i get an xbox or a playstation yeah that's that's one thing that people factor in there's two things people factor in nowadays for for um for that and discrediting and disregarding any fanboyisms uh, the two things that people will will rank in there are uh, are exclusive games and who like which one of my friends what are my friends playing on right now yeah because if their friends are playing on one then yeah that'll gravitate them towards it but if Sony if if their friends are playing on Xbox but Sony has all the games that they want then they may just say hey guys you need to get a PlayStation that's what I'm getting um, exactly I think that they're I think they're taking a cue from Nintendo um, Nintendo has realized. Um, Nintendo said a long time ago, they're like, we make games, we this is that's what we do, and they come on a come on our console. It's not a they're not a console maker. I think the Switch I think would be arguable, arguably different in this, but Nintendo's focus is on gaming and having exclusive games you can only play on the Switch. Place to mm-hmm. Sony's doing the same thing, where they're bringing out God of War, Spider Man is coming out, and where are you gonna play Spider Man? You got to play it on PlayStation. 
and yeah. I don't think that's a negative thing. I think they're they're doing that. It's a great business decision. I think they're doubling down on something that, in my opinion, has won them this console generation. Yeah, yeah. And the the other thing the other thing about that is that um, they are they are willing to put their their money where their focus is. Yeah, it's like they they have been funding all these games and they believed in in various games that take a really long time to come out like death stranding i don't know how much money they're going to throw at that but like they are they are continuing to fund um people in the industry who are willing to take risks and willing to to go out and and do something different and like uh when you know for for gorilla a first person shooter studio to be like hey what if we made okay robot dinosaurs <laughs> and we're like yes yes of course we want that I and want so sony <laughs> sony has faith in the developers that they've been working with for a long time and and that has that has definitely paid off yeah and so them them being able to to put the money there is yeah. is just a really fantastic system and speaking of of uh them putting money into things um we have a release date for detroit become human which is May 25th, which is not that far away, less than 100 days away from now. Yep. And I think this is a good, that's a good way to announce it. I mean, we, we've known this game has been in development. Um, I think that giving you, a, giving us a release window that quick is great. I also think there, are, I think it's a good time to release a game because there aren't mm-hmm. quite, there aren't quite as many heavy hitters that are going to be uh, going on there. Um, it's before, it's, it's in early enough before E3 that, uh, that it won't be outshined by the predictions of E3, but also people will be talking yeah. about it in conjunction with that. So um, I'm probably going to get it. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence because of the amount of games that I've been playing yeah. and budgeting my time. But I really do, I really do want to play this. It looks, it looks great. You know, it looks to me like um, the, the level of, of gameplay that I wanted um, uh, Quantum, Quantum Break to have. Uh, Quantum Break yeah. had some great story, but it, the gameplay to me wasn't quite there because um, they went all in on that. I feel like this is a better balance uh, of those two. Um, this is this is also a, a choice based game that I'm I'm much more into because um, Telltale Telltale is the the choice based game maker. Yeah. Um, but uh, going with Beyond Beyond uh, Two Souls mm-hmm. and um, Heavy, Heavy Rain. Yeah there's the choices are much more simple and it's it's a lot easier to to balance that yeah and so i'm looking forward to not only the the choices that i'm forced to make but the questions that i'll be forced to ask Mm -hmm. because the the domestic violence is is an incredibly difficult thing and i am not (laughs) it's one of those rare situations where i'm not looking forward to playing this game yeah but i know that i will be a better person on the other side of it and that's 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 the power of games and i i I can't wait to experience that that's what art is about i mean Mm -hmm. art and i feel this way i've I've, if you guys have heard me talk about movies i say the same thing art is to evoke emotion that emotion emotion may make you uncomfortable and if it did that may that's probably what it i mean first of all art succeeds when it evokes emotion period Mm-hmm. If you hate it, if you love it, it that's what it did. That's why the room is a thing. Um, but <laughs> when when it comes to when it comes to horror movies, if it scares you, if it freaks you out, if it if it stays with you afterwards, that worked. Yeah. If it's a comedy and you laughed and you had a great time, that worked. 
uh, I would put this, uh, you're talking about the domestic violence and everything, like if you watch uh, a movie like Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. that's a really hard movie to watch, but at the same time, yeah. the, the, what it brings up and how it portrays everything is, is very well done, and it evokes emotion. So that, yeah. that to me, yeah, it may not be something that, like you said, you don't look forward to playing it, but you you want to do it. Um, yeah. Personally, I I look forward to playing it to see that type of story. Um, I don't want to see something. Um, I don't want to see things like this. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I think that if it's put in the right context, I think it's important. Uh, I don't like I don't like it being in the forefront for domestic abuse and and other things to be in the forefront just to do it. But I feel like it's a good dialogue because if we don't talk about these things, then they keep happening. Um, yeah, and it's and, it's also it's it's also a situation like you're you're talking about various movies like American History X is a really really difficult movie to watch. It is, it is. but it it forces me to confront some things that I would not normally deal with yeah. and. Um, it reminds me that these things are happening to real people even now and you know how to stay aware of them and that's so yeah Detroit Become Human is is definitely high on our our, our wish wish list and we've been talking about this a long time for a game that just said hey we're coming out soon so we will move on to the next thing which is uh, H1Z1 is um, introducing an auto royale system yeah which is, you know, car combat and everything. And I'm okay, so before we move forward, are you gonna let me count this for my second battle royale type uh, type gameplay? Because I predicted that there would be three of these out this year. And I think that this counts as a, as the second of three because it's I don't I don't think it does because it's all cars. Yeah, but it's you can shoot it's, out of your cars, but I don't it, think that maybe a half point. Maybe a half point. This is to me, it's it's not quite the same. H1Z1 already... Also, H1Z1 already had a... I mean, it didn't have the rule set of a Battle Royale, but uh-huh. that's basically what H1Z1 was all about anyways. I mean... I can see that. You're, I think that that's why I'm saying maybe a half point. Um, but it, it is showing the industry... But I will say, you. I am in agreement. like it's showing that... Uh, the industry is all gravitating towards the battle royale system because they've seen how popular it is. Um, will this now, in my opinion, will this become the next Fortnite, the next uh, Player Unknown? No. Well, no. It's 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 been out for a long time, and honestly, I'm not really worried about um, reaching my three. Like, I, I think that three is it. a fairly easy prediction, um, but I'm just curious how fast I can do it. Yeah, you're you're gonna hit it. That's why maybe a half point on this one. I yeah, personally, I don't I don't think it's. Uh, I think that the the system was already too close to that uh, as it was. Speaking of things that are way too close to things, uh, so Battlefield Five, we got some uh, some details uh, coming out on, and they're gonna go back to uh, World War Two mm-hmm. because because we haven't had enough games talking about Nazis and World War Two. So, so you are you seem to be less than excited. I'm, I I could not care less. Okay, because uh, I have the level of care that I have is at zero. I can't get any further. Uh, I'm right now. I'm playing the trailer for Call of Duty, and if you were watching this, in you know, it, it all looks the same. You probably would have thought that that was Battlefield. Um, 
the, to me, I think with these two properties, they need to be differentiating themselves. And they start, started to do that at one mm-hmm. point. And now they're back where it's, it's, it's not different enough. Um, I, I'll, I'll see, I'll wait to see, uh, what more details we have on here. I do like the, co- co- uh, loots only cosmetic. I like that because yeah. you're, you're not paying to win, but at the same time, um, I, I want something, I mean, I think Wolfenstein covered all the Nazi killing and I think we need, I think there's other things we can, we can kill, um, because I don't know, it's, it's easy. We've done it over and over and over again. Um, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. I'm okay. less than. I'm way. I'm nowhere near enthused. I'm negatively enthused on this. <laughs> yeah, unenthused. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but we 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 do have one last bit of news, um, and it's about an Xbox bugs. Sorry, an Xbox bug mm-hmm. that was showing off real life names. Um, I I think this is uh, similar to the uh, to the PlayStation one where you can choose to to show your real name. Correct. But you don't have to, and right. you, you, yeah. it, the way that the ta- the system works is you can say share your name with friends, and then share your name with friends of friends, mm-hmm. and then they're set to anybody. And yeah. um, they said there was a bug that some players had it where some players it was switched to any, so it showed everyone their name. Um, I didn't have it happen, but at the same yeah. time, this is a pri- this is a privacy issue, um, and that's a bug that shouldn't pop up so yep yeah that's that's really unfortunate um you know microsoft responded and fixed it relatively quick but at the same time you know with doxing and everything going on you don't who knows i mean you could have someone who's mad at how someone was playing on you know call of duty or whatever or Fortnite, and yeah i mean you already have enough vitriol going on that this could that could make it worse when they know your name yeah, definitely, and and I mean, we had that story we had a couple of weeks ago where somebody was was actually getting shot because, yeah. So this is this is definitely a, a serious issue, and Mike says that it's it's working to address the bug, so hopefully that'll get fixed uh, before too long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the news that we have for this week, and sorry about all the politics but uh they they came into our games we didn't we didn't infuse this artificially yeah yeah it it's coming with the territory now uh hopefully we'll be able to um hopefully we'll be able to give you better political news and uh at least we're not ranting about politics for no reason Let us know in the comments what you think should be done about the rating system in regards to loot boxes or if you think we should get rid of rating systems uh, altogether Mm -hmm. and just have the parents figure it out for themselves because parents should be parenting. (laughs) See you guys later. Bye. Bye.